All right, Visionary. So it's just cuffing out today. Uh, what up? Yeah, what up, though, Chief? Mm-hmm. And so we'll take y'all behind the curtain. Like, Cuff and I obviously have a lot of conversations throughout the week. And sometimes, you know, you go through life. Yeah. And, you know, real life happens, right? You go through transitions and, you know, you experience things, you know, whether it's a personal, professional journey or whatnot. And so I say all that to say, you called me a couple weeks ago and, you know, we're looking at our schedule and you said, hey, build something in the schedule. It's just going to be me. And I was like, what? Which and is rare for me. Like, yeah, which is do that. rare, right? Like anybody who knows us knows that like I am, I am, you know, I'm, I'm always on go mode and you're a lot more measured and methodical, which is the yin and yang of our relationship. So mm-hmm. we're going to win. And you said, hey, it's just going to be me and you. Turn the cameras on. Let's go. Yeah. And I thought, wait a minute. This is somewhat out of character for you. Yeah. And I was like, what? And you were like, yeah, it's just going to be me. Turn the, turn the mics and the cameras on. Like, I'm just going to go. Yeah. And so, um, you know, obviously, again, it's just me and you. And you have been through a bit of a transition from, what, end of 2022, beginning of 2023 to where we are now in the fall of 2023. Yeah, a lot's happened. Yeah, a lot's happened for you. Yeah. Um, and so I will um, I'll open the floor for you because I, I kind of feel like I, the questions I want to ask. But I'll open the floor for you to kind of give the visionaries the basis of why you made that call and we're just like, yeah, let's go turn on the mics and go. Yeah. Well, before, before we get started, um, welcome back to the show. Cuff, that's Mo. Um, we're just jumping straight into it because I really want to have, um, I want to connect with you guys. Right. And I want to talk about real life. I want to talk about a lot of times, especially as a male and then, you know, add in the component of being a black male. Oftentimes we don't talk. Right. And, and uh, that's, that's really why I reached out and said, Hey, let's, let's do this. And we haven't talked beyond that other than like, yeah, we're going to get into some stuff. Yes. But, um, before we get started, this episode is sponsored by Dr. Goodburn. And, um, I'm super excited. This is the first time that I've had it. So just for this one episode, it's uh, a special we'll, and we'll episode. get into, and we'll get into why it's the first time <laughs> yeah, you've had it yeah, for sure. <laughs> Shout out to Megan. Yeah. What up, Megan? So we're going to do this here. Let's get it going. Pour it up. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. And this is my first time, Megan, um, that I'm tasting it. So I'm excited. And I think it's appropriate for, for this episode. So shout out to Dr. Goodburns. Toast to you, good sir. Amen. To the Vision Lab. Yes, sir. And you know what? Knocking on the door, 200 episodes. Man, come on now. Who would have thought when we first started? Oh, okay. So I, I see it. It's light. It's airy. A little... No burn whatsoever. Right. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a, it's been an incredible ride. Um, I think you you alluded to it before. A lot has happened. A lot has changed. And I think visionaries. A lot of times we we have a vision. We have a goal. Um, we have objectives that we're looking to accomplish, whether that's professionally or personally. Um, and sometimes they don't go as planned. Right. And we're knocked off kilter. We're we're pushed back, um, and I think we all are familiar with that. And oftentimes, you know, we know you got to get up and, and dust yourself off, right? This is true. And I think we all understand that. However, you get up, you dust yourself off, and you go again, right? And you're moving, you're grooving, uh, you're you've got a nice rhythm, a nice pace to your life, and then you get knocked down again. And and I think a lot of times. We don't understand that get up mentality after that second one. That second one can kind of hurt, right? 
And so um, whether it's from a job, relationship, um, or what have you. And so for me, you know, it, 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 kind of, it is what it is. Uh, at the end of 2022, uh, my wife at the time said, you know, she was done. So for me, it was, it was definitely out of left field. Um, you know, and, and I think we have a, a decent relationship. Um, but obviously there's some, from my perspective, there's still some hurt and some, you know, pain that exists. Um, but I'm very, I can comp- compartmentalize. Right. And I think as a man, we, we don't do have that. choice. Yeah. We don't have choice. Um, no, no, as you told me a long time ago, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody, nobody cares. Right. So, uh, you accept it, you move on, but then there's a part, there's a process that, that I chose to go through. And I want to say this, um, I'm not an expert. I don't know everything. This is truly, um, an expose on me, my life, what I'm experiencing. And hopefully it resonates with you and makes sense or there's pieces of it that make sense. Right. And I think that's the thing in terms of the, the pureness and the purity of the show is that we we want you, our visionaries, to um, to be able to pull from these examples, and these are real life examples. Um, you know, we've been doing this for five and a half years, right? Almost, yeah, five and a half, almost five and a half years. Yeah. Um, I, I would not have seen this coming, uh, albeit I, I'm not completely taken aback. I mean, at the time I was, but you start reading the the tea leaves, and it makes sense. And it wasn't any infidelity or anything like that. It was just uh, it's life. It's just life. Yeah. So I was shocked. Yeah. Like obviously it's not about me, right? But I remember you called. Like that. It was like right at the turn of the year. You were like, "Yeah, we're getting divorced." I was like, "What?" Because I think we're. I want to say it was like we're getting ready to watch the. Not we weren't at the same house, but I'm pretty sure we're getting ready to watch the Cowboy playoff game against San Francisco when you called. Could have been. Like it was right in the middle of like playoff time, and I called you about something show related. And we ran through it, and at the at the end, you were like, "Oh yeah, by the way, like we're getting divorced." I was like, "What?" Ripped the bandaid off. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, did I just hear that? And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." And and, I, and I'm I'm very much like that off off camera, um, assertive, um, very direct. You know, there's no no sugar coating or anything like that. And but I wanted to 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 spend time with you, family. I wanted to talk, uh, and 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 give you the real right. So. When turn of the year happens, it's now 2023, and I'm processing a lot, bro. I'm trying to figure out. I've got two beautiful daughters, um, and, and there's a lot there, right? There's a financial component that, you know, when you go through a divorce, it, it is what it is, especially being in a uh, community property state. You know, you get you get punched in the dick, bro. Like, it is, <laughs> and it hurts, and, and you, you work to build, um, and and you're going to have to work to build more. So from that aspect, like you mentally understand that, but then the, the action behind that, it takes, it, it kind of takes a toll. Right. So for me, I really, especially cause I, um, compartmentalize, I, I look and you know, every year what I do is I, I go through a fast mm-hmm. and I, I don't do something. I don't drink for the first 90 days of the year. So that wasn't going to change this year. Yeah. Cause people ask us to come do stuff at the beginning <laughs> of the year. And like, Hey, cu- cuffs on the shelf for a minute. Y'all got to wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> y'all yeah, got to wait. supposed to have a chef on the show. And, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, y'all sure. got to wait. Cuffs not eating. Yeah. Like, Hey man, y'all get, wait till April and then we can talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> and, but you know, as you get older, right. Specifically with, uh, 
alcohol and drinking like uh, we've talked about this before but there there are zero benefits for drinking right like uh, and i drink and i enjoy it and it's great um but there are no benefits per se but every year i kind of take uh 90 days to 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 rid myself of the the toxicities that exist uh in alcohol or whatever this year was was going to be no different right <clears throat> that compartmentalizing um was there and um, I knew I was going to do that. And I also wanted to leverage this time. And l- l- let's be truthful, right? <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't want this. I didn't want the divorce. You know what I mean? Um, and it was very much up and down. There was a moment where it was like, from an emotional perspective, right? I mean, this is somebody that I've known for, for 20 years. She's been on the show. I helped her start her podcast, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we obviously have a child together. Um, like... There was a lot of interconnectivity and wovenness that 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 had taken place. Obviously, when you when you're married, um, when you when you get beyond the disbelief and the hurt, um, the anger, the frustration, whatever. Was it like seven stages of grief or something I, like that? And I, I can't even say that you know, those are all activated in my. I don't I don't know it to that degree. But what I'm saying is, in that first quarter of the year, it was like okay. I know I'm not going to drink, so now I got to deal with this on a sober mind, which is good, right? Because you want you want a clear vision yep. of things. Um, you want to rid yourself of, of those impurities so that you can think straight, process the information, and figure out how to move accordingly, right? But inside of that, it was like, hey, well, maybe we should work on this. So I'm like, great. you know. And then you have that emotional swing of, okay, now we have a chance. Because I don't – I never want it – either of my kids to um to experience that to experience it now now here's let's 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 throw this into the mix so this is my second divorce mm. you know and that's that's real right so from a um emotional perspective you really look at yourself as am i a failure um what am i doing wrong like you look at yourself first and i never i don't place blame on on her i don't place blame on, on, you know, circumstances, I really put it on me. And I think a lot of that has to do with being the firstborn, uh, being an older sibling. Um, and then there is that component, right? The component of leadership, um, trying to, to, you always talk about taking your family name to places where it's never been before. And, and I certainly have been doing that and was, was, was working on that but this is a huge huge setback and so now how do i how do i show my brother my sister my children my nieces my nephews like this i'm, I'm paving the way but yet i get knocked down again so there was that emotional um component that existed there so then you know you you, you we have a conversation it was like well hey you know let's let's look at this as as and give us a year so to speak so emotionally, you have the swing, and you're like, "Okay, cool." You start. Planning. It's Defcon. It's Defcon, and then all of a sudden, okay, crisis averted temporarily, at least. No, it's hope. It's hope that hope. exists, right? Okay. It's like, okay, well, maybe let's let's put in the work, and I'm not afraid to work. Let's put in the work, and and we can get this thing back on on track. And then, as quickly as it came, it left yet again. So now you're dealing with a <laughs> another swing, right? So then you're going back through the whole thing. And this is all like February time frame. 
Meanwhile, we got the podcast and we got things that we got, you know, the, the symposium. Shout out to Blackworth Renaissance golf tournament. Uh, yeah, and then we got the golf. Like, I'm, <laughs> and I got work, and and that's another thing. Like, I transitioned uh, careers, right, and have really gone into like a more of a contractor role. So the, the money was different, right? I spent time in the lending space. Um, the 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 rates changed. People got you know, scared, and, and then you see all these mortgage companies going under. So it was a very, like, for me, it's it a was tornado. The worst time. It's a tornado. Let's just call it what it is. It's a tornado of shit. Yeah. I got one, okay, my house is in disarray because, you know, I'm looking at a divorce. Like you said, you're in the lending business. Right, the whole right thing happened. People are running for the hills. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know people who own mortgage companies. The, the companies folded. They laid people off. I was, I was part of one. Yeah, like there's just a lot going on. It's almost like the 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 with Murphy's Law. Like anything that could go wrong was going wrong at that time. It, so it's funny that you say that. So my my oldest daughter, her birthday is uh, November 18th. Shout out to Nia. Yeah, we, we my my ex wife and I got in a big argument, and I don't even I wouldn't even say it was a big argument. It was a straw that broke the camel's back argument. Uh, shortly thereafter our wedding anniversary was december 5th i was served divorce papers on december 6th right um the she moved out december 30th not to be petty did you buy an anniversary gift though no okay all right well then all right cool that's just a petty part of me yeah it's not even petty it's just like it's not economically sound (laughs) yeah given the circumstances look yeah okay so timeline since you brought up the the uh Mortgage industry, right? Um, so December 30th, she moves out. I transitioned to a new role because I kind of saw the writing on the wall as it relates to uh, the mortgage industry. Mar- uh, January 17th, Martin L- MLK Day. January 18th, which was a Tuesday, I was in a meeting doing it, uh, <laughs> and I get a call from my job, and I got furloughed. Right, so I'm not fired, but I can't go to work. Okay, and they That's say, your hey, professional limbo." Yeah, they, you know, they say, "Hey, in 60 days or whatever, we'll let you know." Blah blah blah. So now I've got basically z- no income because everything that I'm doing is you got to create it. You know what I mean? Then roughly a week and a half, two weeks later, it was a conversation of, "Hey, let's give this thing a year." So now it's just like one thing after another from an emotional perspective. So I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, and then two weeks later, we're going to have two weeks later, it's like, no, we're going to move forward. So now I've got to, you know, figure this out. How, what does, how are my children, how's my daughter going to be dealing from a mental perspective of, going back and forth between two different households, having a new house and all this other stuff. And you've seen what that does already. You're like, man, I don't want to take anybody else to this all over again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so there's a lot of uh, mixed emotions, right? So we get through the, the, the first quarter of the year. Um, and what happens for me specifically you know especially when you're not drinking like you don't have that sugar in your body so you lose you lose the weight blah 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 but i I really i looked at this whole year as my year of reconstruction right it is what it is we're going to have to rebuild i have accepted that so 2023 for me has been about reconstruction 
what was what was very very interesting in in the second quarter of the year I finally came to grips with you're letting yourself down and, right? what, and what, what do you mean by that what I mean because I, I haven't heard you that. say this yet yeah because what I mean by that is I, I went back to drinking oh okay. went back to eating uh poorly not making good decisions right and I don't know if it was an adult temper tantrum or or you know uh self-sabotaging or, or what have you but i recognize going into our tournament like is this the person that you want to be and i can i can vividly remember and see looking at that second quarter of the year saying this ain't gonna work this isn't what i want to be right and so the weight that you lo- lost the the gains that you had made you know uh mentally Spiritually, that was another thing, right? I wanted to get more close with with Christ uh, and have a better walk. Um, I was very intentional about reading and things along that nature. But I, you know, that that second quarter of the year, I really was able to pan back out and look from a from a helicopter's view and say, "Is this the person? Is this the man that you want to be?" And it was. I don't remember the specific date. It was around our golf tournament. I don't know if we had had it yet, but I knew there was this this feeling of, okay, something has to change, right? And I didn't know what it was. So we, we do the golf tournament. It was a massive success. Yes, Again, thank big you. shout yeah, out to everybody. all the sponsors Ooh, for sure. Boy. And get ready for next year. Yeah. Telling y'all now. So so we come out of that, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is the year of reconstruction. You're getting closer with Christ. You got to do a lot of things differently. What, what is it? What is it? What is it? And boom. All of a sudden, Russell Okun goes viral about how he goes on this water fast, only drinking water for 100 days, right? And I'm sorry, uh, 90 days, and he loses 100 pounds. And I'm like, boom, there it is. That's what I'm doing. And so I decided... Um, cause I, my birthday's in August. I said, okay, for 42 days, cause I'm turning 42 and on August 1st, I'm going to do a 42 day cleanse. Now this is where it re- really. And when I remember you told me that, I was like, what? <laughs> this is what I want to talk about. Right. Um, there was so much that I gained from, from the fast and we're going to like literally go through it. Right. Um, but I decided right after the tournament, you know, uh, we would go the 42 days. and But I was going to do a juice fast. I wasn't going to do, you know, water exclusively. And I was going to commit. And I, there was zero way, zero possibility that I was going to fail. Like, it is going to happen. Um, so I went all in. I went and bought a Nama juicer. And by the way, if you're interested in juicing, I highly, highly, highly recommend the Nama J2 juicer swear by it they're not a sponsor of the show so if i'm telling you that right now coming from me like it is what it is the cleanup bro so easy less than five minutes um there's so many different benefits if you're interested shoot us a dm i'll talk to you about it whatever but this is the plan now why did i decide to do this because i needed to do something hard i felt like this is the hardest most challenging most difficult not only season period in my life right so i needed something equal to that to 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 push myself through that if that makes sense 
to push myself beyond that because I wanted needed to know. a rabbit. Yeah, I needed a rabbit. I needed I needed a rabbit for sure. And and I thought, what better way than to challenge yourself with food? It is a big crux. Um, I think oftentimes we, we we're eating when we don't need to. I know we are, and we're eating terribly at that. Um, and I'm I'm listen. This is not a point of finger type situation because I would point it at myself first. Um, but I felt like if everything else was kind of falling apart, I can control what I put in my mouth. And the fast was absolutely amazing. Once you got through the fir- the initial part of it, because I remember the first well, the first couple of weeks you were like, Mo, like there are so many places to eat. Like I see restaurants everywhere for sure, and I'll give you credit because when you first said it, I was like, "What? Like you're gonna do what?" Like again, we saw the Russell Oku thing, and I was like, "Okay, we can't, you know, water for ninety days. That sounds kind of um, uh, outrageous." And it, it had to be though for me. Yep, it had to be. But then when you said the juice thing, I was like, "All right, he can he can knock that out." Um, and obviously, you know, shout out to, to, to James Aquila who kind of showed us the, the blueprint for it. No, I mean, yeah, always shout out to, to James, but it had nothing to do with him, bro, honestly. Mm. And, and just being truthful, um, it was me. It was my challenge. It was, it was my experience. It was what I, what I needed at that time. And as I look at 2023 as a year of reconstruction, obviously getting closer with God was, like, important. Um, and, and a lot of people will talk about like they go through these, uh, go on these fasts and they experience like this spiritual connectivity. I'm going to be very, very honest. I didn't get that. I felt slighted. Um, <laughs> I felt like, oh, why am I not feeling this? Right. But what I will tell you, which was absolutely amazing. I think there's different ways to connect. This is where I learned, right? There's different ways to connect with the most high based off of where you are with your walk. Right. Yeah, Cause we're all on our own separate journeys for sure. And so, um, for me, the energy was kinetic. It was super kinetic. Like I could feel things in my process, like the way you would think was totally different. Right. So the first couple of days and I've done, um, I've done fast before and obviously I fasted from like alcohol or whatever, but like I did a three day cleanse fast, or whatever I've done a seven day I've done, I think I did like a nine day or something like that, but this was going to be the, the most challenging thing that I had ever done. So the first, so what I did, it was the day after father's day. Mm-hmm. So the Monday after the tournament. Yeah. Yep. So the, yeah. 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 So, so father's day, like that Sunday, I loaded up for bear. I went in. I literally ate as much as I could. What do we say? Shack at the rim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shack yeah. at the rim. Um, it got to about 11.45, and I was like, okay, let me try to eat something else one more again, you know, to try to just be like a bear, right? Like you're about to hibernate, even though you're awake. But um, I ate, and I, I couldn't do anymore. And I was like, okay, I'm done. And then we went into the fast, right? And so for me, like my first three days, um, two and a half, three days, uh, just straight water. You know, I, I like to start off that way. And then I went into the juicing. And, you know, 
any juice that you can think of, I was making it all organic, no additives, preservatives, no, nothing fancy about it. Like if I wanted apple juice, it was just going to be apples, and that was it. Straight or, fruit juice. And I will give you fruit. credit because when you started – and we still had recordings going on, and you showed to a recording with a big-ass mason jar full of juice from something. I was like, oh, okay, he's serious yeah. about this. Yeah, so so I'm doing this, and I want to, for me, it was never hard. And we talked about that. You're like, well, how hard? And, and I think, and I promise you, I can probably count, and I've got a journal at home or whatever, but maybe five or six times that I was legitimately hungry. But... It wasn't about the exercise itself. It was about the mental um, graduation that I had to go through, right? It was about moving, moving myself forward mentally. And, it, and this is what I want visionaries to understand. I don't care what the exercise is. You can plug and play whatever you want to, right? This was, the, was a fast for me based off of, you know, what I have been going through and what I was going through. I felt it was appropriate for me in my season where I was in that walk, right? Um, the fast was great, but it was where it was going to take my mind. And I learned the, the, the number one, the largest, the biggest lesson that I learned is that you can do anything that you put your mind to. Absolutely anything that you put your mind to. And coming out of the fast was like, I can do it. Like, I don't care what it is. If, if, I, if I choose to make $10 million a month, I can do it. If I choose to um, whatever, I know that I have the capacity, the ability, the mental fortitude to make it happen. It doesn't mean it goes without work. It doesn't mean that um, it's going to come easy, right? The game's not set up that way. But you can do it. And that was massive for me, bro. So let's break that down for a second. Like, I'm not a, I'm a confident dude. But when you, um, you lose your family, you lose your wife. And my wife was nice. She was cold. I, it, <laughs> I think what you're saying is no matter, you can stop me if I'm wrong. No matter how cocksure you are as a dude, no matter how much you believe in yourself, when you've got a wife and a child and you you got a family, I told somebody this earlier today, I'm not unnerved by a lot of things. If you want to watch me come out of my come out of my normal mode of operation, you want to see me. I hate these word flustered or you you want to see me slightly unhinged. Mess with my family. Yeah. Like yeah. mess with that. Yeah, mess with that or 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 like, you know, a, a month ago, like the air conditioner went out in my house. And I'm I mean, yes, I'm constantly on go or whatnot, but for the most part, I got it I am wrapped pretty tight. But the thought of my wife and my daughter being uncomfortable, yeah. that's unnerving. Yeah. So that that's exactly what it is. It's right? unnerving. And it has nothing to do with how, you know, how she looked or anything like that, but it was more like this is my tribe, mm-hmm. and I as I, I'm a fervent believer that a man is designed to provide and protect, right? Um, and that's what I my aim in life was to do is to provide and protect for my girls, and I failed. Let's just I, I didn't succeed at that because we don't use that word fail, 
but I did not succeed in that venture uh, at that time. And so that was the, the biggest uh, pill that I had to swallow and had to accept, right? So coming out of that fast, knowing that I can do all things through Christ because he does give me the strength to do everything, right? Knowing that I, if I put my mind to it, I can succeed. That was massive for me. And now I know, be it me. See, a lot of times people want to, um, they want to talk about things that they see other people do. And and I've done that too, and I think you everybody's done it, right? But I can vehemently say, I know what it takes to go through this. Now I can take that same principle, and I think a lot of times we don't realize that the the, the challenges that you're going through in life, you're supposed to take the successes of those challenges that you made it through and apply it to the next thing, right? And so now I know I may not have created a 10 billion dollar company yet right but i know that i have the mental fortitude to be able to do it i know that i have the spirit if i choose to do it so so kind of coming out of all this right was 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 massive for me and i think it's not about the exercise i mean i think a lot of times we hear and we talk about it's you know the journey it's the thought. It's not the thought. Sorry, it's the mindset behind the exercise. And we're athletes, I guess. And that's it, what it is. You bro. get into it's, certain workouts. It's it's not about how many reps you can do. It's like where where can you go mentally? That's what it's really about. Like I'm not concerned about how much weight you can lift. Like I just want to see how far are you willing to go mentally. Yeah, and th- and that's exactly what it was. And so coming out of that, that that was the biggest biggest lesson is that you can do. You can you can do whatever you want. It's so cliche, but it's so true. Um, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that experience. And I, you know, um, I started to look at things differently. Started literally, bro. I would I would go uh, for walks, like nature walks, and just no phone, no nothing, because I didn't I didn't want the distraction. But just really reconnect with the world not 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 like from a social media perspective but like like reconnect with the earth reconnect with being right? it's reestablishing being, being, your reconnect roots with being present yep. right um and it's so funny because you're doing all of this while shit is still fucking going on in the you midst of a hurricane in the midst of a fucking hurricane <laughs> but so what's interesting in a tornado the quietest places in the middle Mm-hmm. The most peaceful places in the middle. And I started to find that. Now, um, I know you've got some questions for me, but I wanted to get some context. So that kind of takes us up to uh, August, right? It is what it is. Had the divorce. Didn't want it. Uh, you, you question yourself as a man. You question yourself as a husband. You question yourself as a father. You question yourself you know, as a... Uh, a contributing member of society, you figure out, hey, I need to, I need to compartment. For me, I had to compartmentalize some things, right? And I'm going to tackle this one first, then this one. That's the way my brain works. We did that. I realized that in the second quarter, I failed. I, I, I could look at myself and say, here are the things that are causing me to fail, right? And causing me not to be the successful person that I am. So what can I do? Boom, go through the fast. So all this happened. So visionaries, we're taking you up to roughly uh, August. Now, I know you had some questions for me, um, so I want to get into that. 
So being that you said like this is your second divorce, right? So in the midst of all this going on, what did it look like when, you know, in the eye of the storm of everything that was going on, what was the the time or the moment where things got quiet, you know, you're, you're asleep at night, you know, obviously she had moved out at that point where you just had a moment to yourself like, all right, Cuff, you know, because, you know, as, as you and I both like, we're not a family, we, we don't lie to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what did it look like when you had that conversation with yourself like, all right, this is the second time this has happened in my life, right, wrong, and different responsibilities, fault, blah, 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 whatever. But what did it look like when you were like, okay, Cuff, I'm being real. I'm gonna be real with you, the guy, the man in the mirror, so to speak. You're not good at this part, or you are falling short at this particular part of things. Yeah. What did that look like? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack and kind of change your question a little bit because I never looked at it like you're not good at this. It was more so you're self sabotaging. And, and you don't see it, right? And so what I learned, what I know about myself, I knew about myself beforehand, but then going through the process, um, getting locked in, and then coming out and, and going, like, reverting back to, quote-unquote, the ways of the world or doing things sloppy, right? That second quarter of the year, was massive for me. Now watch this. So it was the second quarter of the year. So it's one thing to be able to identify, here's your problem, right? It's a totally different thing to to execute and solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Right? I've got clients right now. It's funny. You tell me these are your problems. Here's your solution. But then you tell me, and I'm literally going through this right now. <laughs> you tell me I don't want to do that. Well, you don't want to fix your problem then. Oh. Right? And that's the, that's that that's the facts that's where the rub is like it's and i mean you and i have talked about just from a business standpoint right like people tell you like okay i want this you know okay in order to do this in order to get this this is what has to be done and then somebody says well i want to do that or i'm not comfortable doing it well don't i want to i want seriously don't forget what you're just saying because i want to come back to that right because a lot of that is what i experienced right so um and okay matter of fact i'll tie that in with with my answer and your question was like, hey, when was my light bulb moment, essentially, right? I don't even light bulb because it's like. When did you realize like, hey, w- what you're doing isn't working, right? That's a good way to cut. That, that's a good way to encapsulate so, it. So so the first quarter of the year, I knocked it out the part, compartmentalized, good, good to go. Everybody doesn't have that mental strength, right? And I'm not suggesting that you should. I'm suggesting that you have that ability internally right if you want to activate that internal mechanism that's in you because i believe it's in everybody you can do it but then the second quarter comes around and truth be told fucked it off all the gains fucked it off right come into uh the back half of the second quarter so we're talking june after the after the tournament mm-hmm. here's what i'm gonna do boom yo listen we haven't talked about this yet but I fasted for 42 days. I lost 53.4 pounds, 53.6 pounds. Yep. Right. And I, I knew it was real because we, when we, we had got some stuff stacked <laughs> up, I was like, I didn't see you for like three or four weeks, like in person. And I was like, wait a minute. I said, you, I said, you, you, you keep wasting away. Like we're going to go get you a test or yeah. something. <laughs> so, and it's not about, 
I need people to understand this. This is no body shaming. I am a numbers person. I'm very numbers driven in our business dealings. You know, for me, I'm always talking about the numbers. Um, the number for me, truthfully, was 60. I didn't, I didn't meet it. And that's cool. It is what it is. Um, but that's my, my benchmark. That's my measurable, right? That's my KPI. That's what I look at. I didn't, what? Let's not use those terms for the digital world. I'm out of that world. Okay. That's not just digital. That's, that's, that's life. (laughs) KPI, key performance indicators. (laughs) So I didn't hit the numbers in that, but I was, I was happy with where I, where I uh, ended up. But to go back to your question, but don't forget what you were talking about, right? I um, came uh, in August, a month ago, bro, I lost 50-something plus pounds in 42 days, and I tricked it off again. So now I've I've truly discovered. Now, I didn't gain it all back. You know, I only gained like 30 pounds back and some of that's water weight blah 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 but from a numbers perspective like i get it but for me what i was looking at is my behaviors what am i doing where am i like how am i putting myself in these type of positions or situations etc it's not like i'm partying or kicking it like that like i'm 42 like i'm not not we we ain't got time for that we got stuff to do but i just came off this massive lesson that you can do everything you want and then you you literally default and 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 fall or falter then fall you falter and go back to doing the same habits again so now i can understand better right like how 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 i want if i want to be this cuz this is what we're talking about like if you want to be this you can't do this right if you want to lose weight you can't be eating mcdonald's you can't be drinking and and staying up late and doing all those bad things, it requires discipline. So a long time ago, I believe that the five core pillars of success. Write these down. Write these. Yeah, this is huge. All right. So, in my opinion, the five core pillars of success, in no particular order, um, sacrifice, faith, execution, discipline. Any other one like consistency or something like that? Perseverance. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. No particular order. I, I would put faith first. Um, sacri- faith, sacrifice, discipline, perseverance. Because you're gonna, you know, go through challenges. You got to stay consistent. Got to, you know, persevere through it. And then execution, which is the the most important thing, right? Um, I and said, I know. That. I said at the beginning of the year. What did I say? App, uh, what did I say? Uh, action and execution. Mm-hmm. I said going from 2022 Listen, going to 2023. You have a great plan. You can have great people around you. You can have all the support system in the world, so on and so forth. Um, you can even activate the goal, the vision, the objectives, et cetera. It doesn't mean shit unless you execute. So that's the final piece. Not the most important, but the final piece. You got to execute. For me, as a man of faith, if you're locked in with him, you can't lose, right? Unless you screw it up. So now let's let's transition into your 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 question, right? Or your the point that you made. So it's one of those things to where 
again, like, and I, you know, I've I've never been through that. But at what point do you look in the mirror and it's okay? Cuff, it's your second divorce. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's, you know, it's almost like, you know, they say, you know, point the thumb, not the finger, right? So you have to take an internal look at, like, okay, where where am I flawed? No, like I said, it was it was. It was that second quarter of the year. Um, let me let me let me drill down to use your word. So, was there a moment in the midst of the storm where you had a moment to yourself and just had a true conversation with the man in the mirror? Was like, you know what? Like, I fall short in this area, and going forward, I need to work on this particular aspect of myself beyond the fast and beyond. You know, okay, I gotta gotta. Institute a reconstruction plan for my life But was there a point In time where Again when it's quiet and you know Obviously the house is empty You're like okay Cuff like I fall short in this area or I'm not particularly good at this Particular aspect Just me as a person right like what's The aspect of your person okay you know What I recognize this Particular trait about myself that is not necessarily serving me well when it comes to relationships. So, w- like, what did that look like? And you don't have to tell you know you don't have to tell everybody like what no, that particular I, trait listen, is. I want to be no, I want to be one hundred with people, right? It, it's it's what we're doing, right? It's it's this, it's it's this, right? Um, and I I would never suggest or say like you know. Uh, I I think that. If you have a, a, a vision on, on how you want your life to go, you have every opportunity to make that happen. But if, you, if you're finding things that are, are taking away from that and you continually do those things, you probably should check, <laughs> check yourself. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, and not do those things, right? Um, but, like, the thing was it was that it was, it was two. It was two moments it was, and I don't remember like specifically, other than seeing um, the Russell King Kung thing, but it was that second quarter realizing that you'd done the work and you were you were on path, and you fucked it off, and then going through the fast and losing almost sixty pounds in in forty two days, and then fucking it off in August, right? So so we understand now cognitively what the destructive behavior looks like. That destructive behavior starts to permeate in other areas of your life. There it is. Right? So I get it. I get it. And that was a that was a huge, huge lesson. Right? Now, how do you do things accordingly, right? So what's your adjustment? What's your adjustment? It's consistency. And I talked about the five core my my belief of the five core pillars, right? You got to be consistent at whatever it is that you're doing. And I've always, especially from a professional setting, I've always um, prided myself on being consistent. You know from our time together working uh, at, our, at, at the company or whatever, I'm always up there. Amen. You know, I was always. Facts. I was always, you know, successful, and that was intentional. But here's the thing, Mo. When you make the and 
when you make the decision, glory to God, when you make the decision to be successful, you will be in whatever walk of life it is. And you will make the actions in accordance to that decision to make sure that you're rendered success, right? You're going to be consistent at those type of things. You're going to, whether it's read the Bible every day, read a book every day, uh, get rid of the social media, the noise, et cetera, right? And you're going to focus on yourself. So we're, we're kind of getting into something I'm going to talk about in the future, uh, shortly. I'm about to go on this social media cleanse, right? Cause yeah, I mean, you did say it the yeah. other day. Um, and I'm always about the next challenge or whatever. But um, you know if you put in the work, the results will, will yield, right? It's one of those things where if you, if you focus on the process and the necessary steps – that are needed to get done, whatever you're trying to accomplish, the, the, the end result or the outcome will take care of itself because you've, you've gone through the process necessary to stay get to consistent. that journal. Yes. You, you, stay I consistent. can attest to that on a personal level, right? From just from a business standpoint, like there are certain things that like I do every single day and with anything, right? Like you might not see the immediate success, like directly in front of your face. Like if it's a Tuesday and I do this, I might not see the fruit, you know, if I do it on Tuesday morning, I might not see the fruit Tuesday afternoon, but that fruit ultimately will show up and, so that's, you know, in God's timing, but it will show up if you remain consistent I'm and so dedicated to the that. process. I'm so glad you said that. So on my bathroom mirror, I literally did this, bro. Um, obviously this is a vision lab, right? And we've talked extensively over the last five and a half years, almost 200 episodes um, about writing things down, mm-hmm. right? On my uh, in my bathroom on my, weird, my mirror, I have seed, time, harvest. It's a biblical principle, right? The moment that you plant whatever seed in the ground, you're gonna have to give it time, and then it will harvest, right? Now that doesn't mean it's gonna harvest good good seed. I mean, good fruit, because you could have planted bad seed. And if you're getting a, a bad harvest, it's because you planted the bad seed. But it is it is tried and true. It is it's never going anywhere. It's consistent, right? So everlasting. It's everlasting. It's evergreen. Um, and so now what I've been focusing on is planting good seed on fertile ground. All right. So let me push the ball forward then. What does that look like for you now that you're on the other side of the storm, if you will? Because you have definitely changed <laughs> since all this has gone down. Um, and I mean, I, I know a little bit of it, a little bit about it, right? But what what does that look like now that you've you're 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 self aware in regards to these things that we've discussed up to this point? But now the concept of planting good seed on fertile ground, and what we're really talking about is. You know, you, you call you used to call it all the time like when we first got this thing up off the ground, you know, RGA, revenue generating activities, but things are just progressive in manner. What does that look like for you now? There's a prayer life that exists and needs to get strengthened. Um there is noise that that needs to uh go away. You know, Social media? Social media specifically. And for me, I don't get lost in like, you know, what people are doing as much as it being an activity 
that's taking away from the opportunity for me to do other things that can yield good fruit. You know what I mean? Like, Cuff is on social media and, and he's, you know, got a private jet. Like, I don't get lost in the sauce from that perspective. But I will scroll for a bit. And this is me being vulnerable, family. Um, and, and that has to go, right? Um, the challenge for me now um, is, is the discipline aspect because I think that's such a key ingredient to success in, in whatever it is that you're looking to do, financially, spiritually, uh, physically, emotionally, whatever, right? Like staying committed to the process. So what it looks like for me, and these are small things, but they add up, is you don't eat an elephant in, in one bite. No, it's not possible. You'll hurt yourself. Um, it's taking all the pieces and breaking, the, breaking them up into bite-sized pieces. Things like not missing a workout. Things like getting in my Bible, getting in the Word, praying on, on a daily basis, meditating on a daily basis. Getting rid of things that are detractors and things that are, are uh, vampires or, or, or leeches or things that are sucking your energies away. Things like uh, putting myself in the right circles of people, right? Um, I have been aggressively, let me, not, let me not use that word. I have been assertively. Um, I'll give you a different word, fervently. fervently. No, assertive. I've been intentional with it. That's another word, like being intentional about my activities, right? Um, I want my activities to be fruitful, positively, right? Um, making sure that I'm in the right circles of, of people. Shout out to you. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to to Will, Will Harris. We've been spending a lot of time together. You know, we met. I like Will. Shout out yeah. to you, Will. We've, we've, we're going to do some big things. We yeah. see it coming. We got some stuff in the works. Super excited about it. Um, Mike Mawowski. Am I saying that right? Mawowski. Mawowski. It's a, that's tough for me. It's all good. But 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 people like that, right? Uh, getting in those type of uh, people's faces and having dialogue with them, right? Um, I. I a huge lesson that I learned that um, there's a lot, by the way, um, and I'll quickly go over two. Dropping the ego, and that's a tough thing for me. That's a tough thing for me, from the perspective of I may not, um, I may not project it, but I embody it. You know what I mean? Like I feel it internally, and that's cool to have that as a confidence layer. But it's not cool to walk as if you deserve it. And I think there's a portion of that that I need to, there's a demon there that I need to battle with, right? Um, so let me stop you. Yep. All men have an ego, right? It's just a matter, it's just a manner in which you manage it. From my reference point, right? Now, yeah. so I know you're different than, you know, visionaries and people of the show. Yeah, you got an ego. But, I view it as like no, I, I view it as belief in yourself. Which you know, if you don't believe in you, who who the who the hell else is? No, that's not that's not wrong. 
I right. Mean, and, so and I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not believing in myself. No. What I'm saying is like. No. What I'm saying is. What I'm saying is in regards to your ego. Like yes, you do have one, but I don't. And again, I have a different. Everyone has Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld talked about it in regards to comedians. Like, you know, if you're in a room of 20 people and there's seats all over the the, the venue, everyone has a different point of reference because people are sitting in different points yeah. of the rooms. So they're going to yeah. receive it in different ways. Yeah. I say all that to say, yes, you have an ego, but, and, you know, obviously, like, I'm very secure myself. I don't view it as to where, like, a stranger might be like, oh, this dude's got an ego. I view it as like, no, like I am Ryan Cuffey and I, I believe in me in the sense of like, I'm not going for the BS and I know how to conduct business. And while I'm not an asshole, I, I expect I, things to go. A certain yeah. Way. I, I expect <laughs> things to be handled in a certain fashion. Yeah. Now again, to, to, to the, to the uninitiated and for those who just, you know, haven't encountered you and I yet. Right. They might perceive a different way. Again, point of reference. But watch this. I'm about to break this down even deeper. Proceed. So when you're in a relationship or a situation where you have this uh, bravado, right, that we just talked about, I'm Ryan Cuffey, and I, I expect business to go a certain way, blah, 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 and having that ego, right? But then you hear it um, on, the, on, on the opposite end, on a 180-degree scale, like uh, spectrum differently, Right. There are questions that that start to circulate in your mind. Right. And those two conflict and you're in an interpersonal conflict conflict internally. There right? it is. And so you you're fighting two different demons like there's a there's a balance that that should exist. Where both of those can be appeased, both of those can be leveraged and used in the right way. But if you've got one that is more dominant than the other at the wrong time, internally, you are literally fighting yourself. And I have experienced that for a very long period of time. So now kind of coming out. the internal seesaw. Ugh, listen, that's a great word. It's, it's an the internal, internal seesaw. It is an internal seesaw. And I know, family, you, you're dealing with that too. Um, I don't have an answer for you. I'm just literally telling you, speaking from the heart, like this is completely unscripted. But like... That's what it was. It was it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't know if I have an answer for you in terms of like balance of that, right? All I know is continue to put one step in front of the other day after day, you know, hour after hour, minute after minute, um, and, and work towards your goals. But that was some of the things that I had to work through and understand that your confidence shouldn't come from you shouldn't exclusively come from you internally but also to come from him for me right and in my 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 faith um so yeah th those i mean like to go back to to your question in terms of like what am i doing now i'm hyper focused on activity on on my circle of people that i want in my life on on, on doing business in different ways. And I would, and this is truthful, I would say I'm 65 to 70% back, but I'm, I'm trending. I'm trending in the right direction. 
Yeah, there there was a time when I was like Ryan Cuffey has re-entered the chat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and 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 the next new best version or whatever, however you want to say it, of me that's coming out of this motherfucker is gonna be lethal. Mm-hmm. He is, um, and I and it's on me. You know, Kevin Samuels, rest in peace. Always talked about being a high value man, and that's something that I do see myself as. And I want to speak on this for a quick second. Like, you're only going to project who you really see yourself as. Bottom line. Say that again. You will only project who you truly see yourself as. If you see yourself as a bum, you're going to project that. If you see yourself as a high value man, multimillionaire, blah, 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 if you want to, you know, put that designation on there, you're going to walk, talk, behave, act, in that manner if you're gonna if you want to project like hey i'm going to be the first to break through this financial barrier for my family you're going to move that way and it always comes back to the vision bro like that's what this that's what this fucking show is all about i'm smiling and laughing because i had a meeting today with a guy and he wasn't bsing me but we got to a point in the meeting and he asked me something and I was trying to like hold my peace, but you know me, I'm on go at all times. No way. Right. And I stopped him. I said, Hey, look, I said, happy to continue this conversation. I said, but I'm too valuable in regards to what I bring to the table to take less or like, basically I was letting him know, like I might've come in here disheveled because you know, the air conditioner was out in my house, but please don't get it misunderstood. Like I'm extremely valuable. And, and, the buzzword now in the business world is like, well, how can I provide value? You work on a on a on a business deal with me, like you will understand very quickly, like why I'm valuable and why I'm why I am imperative to a transaction. And and it wasn't in a in a in an asshole way, but it was the first time I ever met this person, met this guy in person. I had a straight up tell him, I was like, I'm too valuable. But you would have never that. said that a year and a half ago. Probably not. I'd have tried to play it cool, right? As I was, but now, now you you have grown into this individual, right? And so wherever we are in our lives, we've grown into the into those that individual, and that is what you're going to project. And if if that's the, you know, the the word is energy, right? Like everybody likes to use that word energy. If that's the energy that you want to emit, that's what you're gonna get back. But why does Gary V. Grant Cardone? David Goggins, all these people command a respect and income and Anthony trucks and all this stuff because they put in the work, they put in the time that gives them the confidence. It's not an arrogance, very, very different because they know what the fuck they're talking about. Mike Morosky, right? Why can't he say the things that he can say? Because he's been through it. Because you've been through it. But the problem is so many of us haven't gone through it. And that's why that fast was so important to me. Because it was one of the first building blocks that I can I can start to build from and say, and this is what visionaries need to understand is that yes, it's it maybe maybe it's a big deal, maybe it's a small deal, it doesn't matter. But you had that level of success, you can build from that and then take that confidence and do the next thing and then do the next thing. And then you look up, you've got all these seeds that you planted in in fertile ground that have yielded um, good fruit that you can gain the confidence from and now you can walk in a year and a half later and say, listen, I know how valuable I am. Right. 
for me, I had a lot of success at a young age. Athletically, academically, etc. Um, I felt I faltered, experienced the first divorce, and there was PTSD. And this is something I wanted to talk about, Mo. There was a PTSD that men may may or uh, or may not talk about. And you know, I'm a man. I'm a guy's guy, right? I don't deal with that on the other side of things, right? Respect it. That's your thing. Do whatever. But for me, I'm a man's man, so we don't talk about feelings. But let me stop it. It's not the fact. It's not we don't. It's not that we don't talk about it. We're not going to be handcuffed by it because, like we talked about a long, long time ago. Like ultimately, <laughs> nobody cares, right? I mean, but it's are you going to be a slave? Yeah, you're going to be a slave to how you feel in the moment because you can do that, but there's still things got to be done. <laughs> so that's it. Honestly, right. like your feelings, they are what they are. But especially from a man's standpoint, nobody cares. Like it's just it's just the truth of whether, the matter. Nobody people, cares whether 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 people care or they don't care. It doesn't matter. I think I think for me and especially as an early '80s baby growing up in that uh, era, like be the man. You know what I mean? Like like. Cry about it later yeah, on, man. Cry about it later. Right. So, anyways, I, I, I've taken that mentality. And so, yeah, divorce number one happens. Get knocked down, dust yourself off. Now you're rocking and rolling, and, and you, you really are financially, you know, not not to say that that's the full measure of success, but. but it helps. There, <laughs> it helps. There are some things that you're allowed to do differently, right? And we're there. We're rocking it. We're doing it, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then you get you get gut punched, gut punched again, and now this time it's there's a greater loss. So now trying to come out of that and um, having the same level of confidence for me, there was a moment, there was time. There was well, like fuck. You're human, yeah, right. And like I said, but you got to realize that no, you're still that dude. Like you're not gonna walk up to Mike Tyson. And challenge him to a fight, even though he lost to to Riddick Bowe or Inventor Holyfield. I right. don't give a fuck what you like, yeah. because you know, it's the it's part of the journey as a man. Even the greatest dudes in history, every one of them at some point took a loss in some form or fashion. I needed this. Like, I would imagine if you go back through hell. People act like Michael Jordan's career started in 91. He started winning championships. Michael Jordan got his ass beat by the Pistons three years in a row. People act like Michael Jordan never took a loss, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there, Tom Brady has lost three Super Bowls. Like, inevitably, as a man, there, there are few and far between where you can say you never took a loss, whether it's financially – in your personal life. I, I don't even think anybody can say they never took a well, loss. Uh, I don't uh, think so. Well, Floyd Mayweather would beg to differ, but that's another comment. Lo- he's lost in the amateurs. You're right. Exa- exactly. So <laughs> no one can say nobody gets lost. out unscathed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the. What do you do? Once that coming, happens. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. How right? do you, how do you react to it? Because as we both know, like. You can't stop life from happening. But what you can control is how do you react to it. It's 100% how you respond. Whether it's, you know, 
Like I, I remember losing my grandmother and my dad. And I just thought, like, you know, it gets to a point where, you know, losing my grandmother and my dad, like that, that changed me. Like my the birth of my daughter changed me. And it's one of those things, especially when you lose, you know, I I'm changed. I'm changed. But, yeah, but, I, but here's the thing. I would tell you, <laughs> we had Sean Clayton that we interviewed. Mm-hmm. Coming up next. Coming up in the next episode. Yeah, y'all gonna y'all gotta check that out. It's it's fire. But in that conversation when we interviewed him, um, there's a part of me that truly believes that that my soul, my 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 being, because we all know that this is just it's just a vessel, a shell, right? It's a vessel. My soul and my being had to have this. It had to go through this moment. I had to go through this because of what's on the other side. I don't know what that is because I don't have the ability to read the future. But I had to go through this. And so your your father and grandmother passing away, those are um, pivotal moments in our, in our life. Like this second divorce is a pivotal, pivotal moment in my life. It's right? an inflection point. It's an inflection point. So what do I do? And it's all on you. It's all on you, Cuff. And I and I love that. I fucking love that. So I don't spend a lot of time thinking about woe is me. I have the a really, really good ability to uh look at a task and go after it. Right? I have the ability to compartmentalize. And so I'm learning that. But you know, I don't I don't wanna uh I don't want this conversation to be positioned or have a posture of negativity because well, no, the, i don't think it's been negative at all but i think it's I, I been think just very what, introspective yeah it, it has to be right like we, we always talk about like self-inventory and like this is coming from the host of the show and, and like like it's real and and i had to have that moment we had anthony trucks on the show several years ago one of my favorite episodes shout out to uh, anthony trucks but sitting in that uh room looking in a dark room, like just looking at the wall, I resonate with that so much. I, for whatever reason, my soul, my spirit had to have whatever I'm going through had to, it, we had, it had to happen for me to be whoever that future version of me is. Right. So I've kind of come to, uh, acceptance of that, but now it's, it's certainly time to, to work. And, 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 and to, to turn the page and to turn the page to I mean the page has been turned but it, it's time to walk in the shoes of the person that I was designed to be and leave the foolishness I don't like I don't want to say it that way leave the things that are, are weights behind you and and drop the bags you're dropping the bags yeah like people my wife's therapist she talks about it all the time like uh, people are carrying around excess and unnecessary baggage that they're not even aware of. And when she says all the time, like clients have their breakthrough when they drop the they drop the unnecessary baggage. For sure. So what do you want to know? What else do you want to know? Because I know you were eager and excited to ask and, and, and talk. It's on one hand, like you've been through it before, right? So you kind of understand the process totally of it all. Totally different. So you know, my whole thing for for twenty twenty two was uncharted territory. What do you, when 
when you look at the rest of 2023 and the rest of your life, right? Like it's some form of uncharted territory. So when you think of it from that standpoint, where do you foresee yourself going from a personal standpoint? Like professionally, like, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're obviously we're working on stuff, but personally, the, 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 the new and improved version, the ever evolving inver- version of Ryan Cuffey, where do you see that going? Because it's uncharted territory. Like so this is this is a different one. Damn, it's been a good question. I made you pause. No, I want to make sure. I, so that's part of it, right? Like my answers, I want to have thought. Okay. To it, I don't want to have a knee jerk react reaction or response to things. Um, the goal is high value. Man, right? Um, In your opinion, what's a high value man, bro? We don't have enough time, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. But there, there's there's things that I need to let go in my life, um, and suppress, or or I should say, or suppress, um, to do that. Where where, where is Cuff going um, to the top? Uh, but there's, I, I want to go back to the analogy of eating an elephant. There's no question in my mind, honestly, and this is like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. There's no question in my mind that I can get to where I want to go. I would agree. If I decide to. Because when I get locked in, dangerous, lethal. In a good way. In a, in a positive way. Yeah. Um, however, I think for me in the, we'll just talk about the, what is this, September, September 5th. So um, the next four months, I've got to declutter the brain uh, and just get locked in on me, continue to work on my spiritual relationship with God. Uh, I'm going to read a shit ton of books. Uh, that sounds so funny, cussing right after talking about God. <laughs> I always like I always like when people do that. As soon as you said I was yeah, like, man, yeah. that was just a great word, yeah. and he just great pooped all over cuff. it. Um, no. Um, he ain't through with you yet. Yeah, he ain't done with me yet. Um, I'll get locked in with God, read books, read the word, um, continue to build positive relationships. Mo, let me let me – Pause for a quick second. I've got two beautiful daughters. I have to be the representation that I want them to ultimately land with, land with, mm-hmm. to, to marry, to be a part. Like I have to. So, so now the task. Uh, I love the carrot aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I love the fact that this is what I have to do. So now that that's the goal. That's the marker, if you will. Um, and it all plays suit to who I who I have to be when my when my clock expires. Um, but but that that's it. That's the mission. Work to be the man that you want your daughters to marry. Period. I can dig it, Chief. That's it. <laughs> like I, 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 and that thank you, Holy Spirit. That that just came to me in that moment, right? I have to work to be the man that I want my daughters to marry. So I got some in, in, intermediate projects. I'm, I'm, I'm working on uh, uh, 
renovation right now. Um, we're, we're rebuilding financially. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? Um, I got a puppy. <laughs> so, I know you wanted to talk about that. Right. And you had always said like a while ago, like, I want to get at some point, I want to get a dog. Yeah. I was like, well, you got a little girl in the house. Like, eh. yeah, but and then one day, I just get a random text message and it's a it picture of. Random. It wasn't random. Well, I get a text message from you and it's a picture of a Doberman. And I was like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. You're My like, puppy. His name's Boston. I was like, yeah. and I was like, is this real? And you were like, yeah, I told you I was like, getting how, Doberman. Yeah, first of all, why would you ask me if it's real? Hey, man, you just never know. You saw the picture in front of my house. You're right. You're right. Is this real? Can we talk about Boston for a second? Absolutely. Or, or Reggie, pup. as we like to call him? <laughs> so let's get, the, <laughs> let's get the story. All right, first of all, I love my puppy. Let me let me say this real quick. Shout out to Boston. <laughs> I, I am not a... Um, lovey-dovey type person right like i love my daughters um my partner whoever that is like i'm gonna show mad love to him or whatever but i've never just been like ooey gooey lovey roses peaches blah 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 right that's just not me and it's never gonna be and i'm okay with that um i i i i've always wanted two dobermans okay and i'm gonna get another one next year but I got Boston from a breeder in Dallas. Shout out to Ruben. His name is Ruben, by the way. Mm. And um, I, I fucks with Boston because Boston wasn't sweating me when I when I saw him in the out of the litter. He wasn't um, like, oh, come pick me up, come get me. He was super chill, and and really, in my at my core, I'm a. I'm I'm very very chill, very chill. I think I I exude different personalities at times because I have to because of what I'm what I'm trying to ascertain. But I'm extremely extremely chill. So Boston wasn't really stunting me like that, and I like that. You know what I mean? Uh, and it was between him and a, and a, and the runt. But I also want to I want a big dog because you know I want an athletic big dog. Anyways, so the whole Reggie thing, right? This is funny. <laughs> so it's been a I've I've had dogs for like uh for the most part like my entire life, right? But I've had like rats. No <laughs> I've girl dogs, you know what I mean? Like so when we were younger, um my family got a miniature schnauzer. A rap. Domino. Love Domino. <laughs> good good ass fucking dog. Love that dog. Domino later on uh, ended up having a partner, his homie named uh, Biscuit, who we adopted. Two uh, miniature schnauzers, one black, one white. Uh, when in my first marriage, I got a boxer because I really wanted a boxer, but I didn't realize how hyper they were and how much attention they needed. You had a, a boxer. Shout out to Bosley. Man, we miss Bosley. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. besides thunderstorms. Bosley was cool as a fan. Yeah. So then, and then I get, um, so that I got divorced and I ended up leaving uh, Cheyenne, which is a girl dog, um, a female dog, with with my, my first ex-wife. And then she ended up having some issues and passed away or whatever. Shout out to Cheyenne. Um, so then, you know, I go years without a dog. And then uh, my, my, Last, my ex-wife had a um, Bichon Frise, which is a 
very, very girly dog. But I, just I always call them knew. all rats, whatever. Yeah, but I always knew whenever either when that dog died, I was gonna get a, a Doberman. Like we're gonna get a dog dog. You know what I mean? So the the, the divorce happened. I'm 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 on my own, back out out here on my own. And um this was a big moment for me. Not because I bought a dog, but I, I need people to understand like the mental breakdown of this, right? I decided to start to take my life back and do the things that I want to do. And that's a big moment. That's a, that, that literally is a um, seminal moment where I put my stake in the ground and say, okay, I'm establishing how I want the remaining part of my life to, live, to, to be. And I'm, I'm, I'm prayerful that I've got another 42 plus years left, right? And this was a big moment for me. So I went out and got Boston. <laughs> and I joke with you about it because we don't think about this oftentimes, right? You find a breeder or however you get your dog, but for me, I had a breeder. And um, you're looking at these 8 to 12 puppies, and you come out there and you select your dog. You get them. You get all the, the uh, vaccination records and, and – uh, uh, AKC records, all the paperwork, all the paperwork. <laughs> and you say, "Okay, Mo, I want this one right here." And you take this dude away from his, his nine, his, his nine other brothers and sisters. You yep. know what I mean? And then you put this dude in your lap. You put him in a car. First of all, it's a, you put him in a car. And you drive this dude 15, 20 miles or whatever, and then you come home. And then you land there. You get to your house, and you're like, "Hey, Mo." Austin, this is your house, and this dude, and I've got a, I got a townhome. It's, it's a three-story townhome. So, at the time, he was uh, nine weeks, <laughs> and I bring him up. He's on the stairs, and I set him down on the stairs, expect like trying to teach him how to walk up the stairs. And you realize this dude don't even know how to walk up these damn stairs. So he comes up there and he's he, an uncharted territory. A thousand percent, bro. Like a million percent. So the moment it hit me, and this is you always talk about inflection points and like when when was that point or whatever. Like, dude put his paw, his 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 right paw on the top of the stair, uh, the steps, and looked. And I and it hit me. He was like, What the fuck is this? And where the fuck am I? <laughs> like He's looking around like, I don't know. And, and, you know, my second level is really my, like, living area or whatever. And he comes out. He's, and, you know, we, he goes by, the like, uh, my couches and everything. And he's looking out. And he's just trying to figure this shit out. Like, it is a true beautiful moment of, of, of a being. And let's transition to us as human beings. Literally trying to figure things out. And I love that moment, bro. Like, he was just trying to figure out what is this, right? So my thing is immediately as a homeowner, I got to get this dude potty trained because I can't – I'm not going to be cleaning up piss and shit in the house all the time. So I'm, I'm – and we work at it very diligently. And he's a – he's a good dog. And so <laughs> we, go out, we go out and I got to run in my backyard. And it, it's probably – 250 yards easy and it's great because i can 
he's young or he's a puppy and and I can get him stronger. He's got to he's got to work up a hill and then he can run. He can, he can burn that energy he can walk off on the run. If that makes sense. Yep. So we're taking him out there and I'm like Boston, Boston, Boston. <laughs> and it just hit me. This dude don't know his name. He just got hijacked and and kidnapped or dog napped from his 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 homies, his brothers. And I'm calling this dude Boston. And I and I could, and I was talking on the phone with you. And I was like, <laughs> Boston's probably thinking in his head, why is this dude calling me Boston, man? My name is Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> who is Boston? Who is Boston? And who are you talking? Uh, to? Yeah, my name is Reggie, homie. <laughs> But no, it was dope, man. Like, that's my dude. Like, it's so crazy, bro. Like, I love this dude. And I've had him for five, six weeks at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I love, like, I would never say I love him more than my daughters. But it is a very, very close, you know, second. So as we wrap the show. And appreciate you being so transparent. Like I said, you, you call and you were like, hey, it's just been me and you. We're just going to turn the mics on and go. And I thought, oh, okay, this ought to be very interesting. Yeah. Um, as we look forward to. Hey, real quick. Yeah. I want to say this. Adam, uh, cut this up. Put this on the reel for us, okay? I wanted to be transparent. I hope that the honesty, the transparency is uh, it landed with you. I'm going to put this out there. I'm not going to talk about my divorce, but I will talk about the emotional impact. I will talk about how to come out of it. I will talk about like, you know, what I did or what I believe should be done in those moments of, of real challenge. So if you have a problem um, in a relationship or professionally or whatever, it's a tough season for you right now. Shoot us a DM, okay? I will, I will respond. Mo will respond, and and I will specifically answer your question. I will even get on the phone with you and talk about, hey, this is what I personally went through. If you have additional questions or whatever, so that you can you can put it in your own walk, you can put it in your own life. So I'm very very serious about this. I'm passionate about it. Um, if it's something that you know, you've got a question about, shoot us a DM at the Vision Lab Podcast on Instagram. Um, you know, drop a comment and and I promise you I'll, I'll hit you up. So as we wrap the show, we got a quarter of the quarter of the year left. Yeah. Can we give the visionaries a, a peek of what it is we're working on to finish out the year? Yeah, I think it's an exciting time, right? Um, and I mean a peak because we haven't completely cemented it yet, but can we give them a peak? Yeah. So, and I, I, I think we should tag team it, but I, I, and I'll, I'll want to continue to kind of answer some of your question as well, right? First of all, personally for me, the next quarter of the year, and it's a little over a quarter of the year, I'm just going to be heavy on me. Um, and I thought about this on the ride over here. Um, Especially if you're in my situation, right, where you have, you had a household and now it's just you, if you're going through that or, or whatever, um, like this is the time to truly focus on you. Like I'm going to challenge people to take the next 120 days and focus on themselves. 
Um, get rid of the noise. Get rid of the clutter. Do the basics. Perfect the basics. And it's so cliche to talk about um, the process, but I think oftentimes the reason why people don't elevate is because they've never mastered the basics. Mm. So, so, so for me, on a personal level, I'm I'm bringing all the. I, I used to do this in sales, right? If you had a slump, you got to go all the way back. Yep. You got and I was, foundation I was good. I'm top, I'm top 15 people in a company. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and and when I would hit a drought or a slump or you know whatever, I would take it back to the basis. So. I'm going to apply that to my life. And I think that's part of your, your question. Like, you know, what is the kind of the, the, the future hold? And I talked about breaking it out into, uh, you know, bite-sized pieces for an elephant. But the next 120 days, break it down to bite-sized pieces. Focus on yourself. Be consistent. Keep going, right? That's me. Over the next 120 days, okay? Get rid of the clutter. Um, as far as the show, man, I'm super excited, bro. We're, 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 we, we, we are working to have an event every quarter of, every, of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And so we are super excited to uh, announce. And by the way, if you're, you're hanging on, thank you so much. Um, I, you know, I wanted to be personal, personable. Uh, during the interview. So thank you for staying with us. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe to our YouTube and all that good stuff. Um, but we're partnering with NextGen Financial, mm-hmm. and we're going to be having our, our first networking event. Which that's, a, that's a decent word to use. Like we're, we're, You know, we're going to try to put on a little twist on it, but, yeah, networking is a good umbrella well, word Well, that's to what use. it is. It's a networking event. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it's going to be a lot of flavor add it to it or whatever and it'll be in october uh october 10th 10th 11th we i yeah. don't know if we've nailed so the date we're down yet. On it. second we'll, week of october folks yeah and and you'll you'll see media uh marketing uh out for it yeah, here shortly. cannonball run yeah but i'm excited about it because ultimately uh we, you know we kind of talk about like a philanthropic arm to tvlp but this not necessarily philanthropic but we want to give back to the communities to allow the community itself and at large to grow, right, and to connect with people. I think what it is, the underlying part of the reason I'm excited about it, is it allows people to tap in and be get connected like we are connected. It's been it's been man, listen. Like people encounter us and you know, we, we did something a couple days ago and it was just like, Oh, okay, well Business the person, happens. Yeah, this person's like, Well, we need this. So like, oh, we got somebody to help you out. Like, so it's it's almost like we we want y'all to be able to kind of have the some some symbols of the same level of access to stuff from a business standpoint as far as you know if you need somebody to help you with marketing if you need somebody to help you with your taxes if you need somebody to help you with credit repair like like whatever it is like we've got it and well, we can connect you or we can connect you with somebody that we know for a fact can help you get it knocked out no it's it's been really cool um because of the platform that we have yeah. right um, meeting people and then if the synergy exists like we're 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 doing business with people like mm-hmm. hard dollars that yep. are coming from this which is which is dope and at, you know ultimately 
I would say kind of from a peripheral or tertiary perspective, like we want to create an environment where people can, can, can have access to that. Right. So super excited. Um, you know, you'll see marketing out coming, uh, for the, uh, networking event in Shout October. Shout out to Vita and Eileen. Yeah, it's it's going to be absolutely dope. Again, kudos to you for being so transparent, sir. Yeah. Um, I think one one you did a great job, right? Again, I I, I know what to expect when you know, like I said, you're way more methodical than I am, and um, it's real life, right? Like I think one of the things about the show is like. We've we've been on a journey since we started this. Like we've experienced ups and downs and wins, losses. Like we, like it's it's real life. Like we're not characters on Instagram. Like no, we are real people with real stuff going on. So kudos to you for for really pulling back the curtain and being so transparent. We are definitely looking forward to to finishing out this year. Twenty twenty four is going to be great. You know, we'll talk to y'all about that later on this year. Um, but kudos to you, sir. Um, Thank you. I don't have any other questions. We're good for the moment. Um, obviously, you know, we will talk about some other stuff as we kind of get further down the road on some things. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for why are you kicking me? First of all, let me let me say what I need to say. Come I'm on. sorry. <clears throat> you don't have to cut that out, Adam. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, honestly. Um, business is what I want you to know. Um, life happens. Shit happens. Um, it doesn't mean that your life is over with. You're, you you are valuable. Take the time to do the self-inventory. Um, understand that even in the midst of a situation that you were not responsible for, you're culpable for. You know what I mean? There's ways that we can grow, and that's what this show is about. Figuring out after we look at ourselves, what can I have done? What could I have done better? Um, and and that's that's what 2023 has been for me. And I knew uh, coming into it that it was going to be a year of reconstruction. And so, what I want to challenge you, if you are experiencing this, if and even if you're not, a great way for you to affirm or reaffirm where you are. Put in the work, and that 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 is so um, appropriate across multiple levels. Like put in the work. I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to be vulnerable. Uh, like I said, I don't know where you are in your walk. I don't know, you know, and I'm prayerful that things are are good. Uh, but if they ever get bad, you know, and I don't, we don't want to ever paint the picture that that you know things are are negative or whatever i think things and i want to give a shout out to you like you can always draw a lesson from it right and that that's what this has been about um i i mean no ill will toward toward my ex um this is about me this is about growing this is about becoming the best version of me you know oftentimes we talk about becoming the best version of yourself. And a part of that is being vulnerable and not, you know, despite what social media says or, 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 or depicts, um, it, it, we're not perfect. And, and that's what this is about. I wanted to show you a flawed, a flawed person 
and in an everyday walk and everyday person, what that looks like. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful and grateful for the opportunity to be vulnerable. This is the first time that I've done this. This is the first time that I've really voiced this. Um, so I'm not ashamed. I'm not, um, regretful in any capacity because I hope that it inspires you to walk in and become the best version of yourself. So um, this has been an amazing experience for me, liberating, um, and, and, and being able to walk in truth. I can dig it, Chief. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. Thank you to Ryan Cuffey for being so open and transparent on this uh, impromptu episode of the Vision Lab podcast. And uh, stay tuned for, for, for information on our networking event in October. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast. Blessings. <laughs>